Hello and welcome to 666 Shock Avenue, the most intense part of your midnight hour on this Friday, September 9, 2022. We received uh, news yesterday that the Queen of England has passed away, Queen Elizabeth II, to rest in peace to her. And uh, of course, you know exactly who she is and uh, everything. So rest in peace to that. Uh, condolences to the royal family as well as those in the country of the UK or England or whatever they choose to call it. Anyway, so yes, welcome to your Friday, the start of your weekend. I hope this finds you well wherever and whenever you're listening. Just know that I am happy the weekend is here yet another weekend and I am so excited a mere 52 days remain until Halloween is indeed upon us. And I'm totally stoked, let me tell you. I'm totally looking forward to it. As I am acting in a haunt this year, super excited on that. My first ever. I may have mentioned it before. So I wondered, you know, there are so many things to cover. You, uh, you know, you want to get in the spirit of Terror's favorite day. And aside from issuing a movie challenge for 31 days in October until the end, um, when All Hallows Eve falls, there will be a list compiled of me of my personal picks that you need to totally check out. Speaking of movie news indeed, I have something excited I want to share with you. Or something exciting I want to share with you, rather, excuse me. I'm tripping over my own tongue today for some reason. And, um, I saw this advertised on one of those YouTube ads. For a movie hitting theaters today, and yes, uh, that is today. You may have already heard of it, but I'm not sure. I am speaking naturally uh, of uh, Barbarian. It looks to be a great film in which a young woman traveling to Detroit for a job interview books a rental home. Upon arrival, the house is double booked, and a strange man is already staying in there. Against all common sense, and uh, well, common sense. She decides to spend the evening there, but discovers there's a lot more to her fear than just an unexpected house guest. So, the cast is uh, interesting. Bill Skarsgård, who, of course, played in, in the remake. Zach Kreger, Anton uh, Meachin, and more. Definitely check it out. Rated R and out today. Also, the movie End of the Road comes out today on Netflix. As much as I despise these guys, I'm so required by unwritten podcast law to be unbiased, basically, and bring you all the movie releases regardless of the source. It goes like this on the storyline. A family isolated in the desert becomes a target of a mysterious killer in New Mexico and must learn to fight back. That is, of course, rated R as well. You can go to MovieInsider.com for more info. And uh, the cast includes Bo Bridges, Queen Latifah, and more. Give it a shot if you like what you hear. Also, House of Darkness, which is a seductive thriller with Justin Long and Kate Bonsworth. Or Bosworth, excuse me, just to name a couple. Is directed by Neil Lamute. Who did the Wicker Man, if you remember that one. And it goes like this. Some people meet at a local bar. A woman drives back to her secluded estate while a playa. Yeah. Besides, there will be just another uh, 
Thanks, rather, there will be another casual outcome. This is just business as usual, but it obviously doesn't go the way he wishes. It turns playful, sexy, and sinister. He finds out, indeed, his luck may have run out. And, uh, that will be in select theaters today, and is apparently unrated. Speaking of select theaters, apparently airing in Los Angeles and New York only, Speaking of Evil also comes out today. If you're there, go check this out. It is a psychological horror flick, and it appears to also be unrated. What's it about? It's taking place in Tuscany with one Danish and one Dutch family meeting and becoming best friends. So months later, the Dutch family extends an invitation to the Danish for a holiday weekend getaway at their countryside home. However, amongst misunderstandings, the Dutch... find themselves caught in a web of their own blindness in the face of eccentric or perhaps sinister behavior. And that is your movie release rundown for today, courtesy of Movie Insider. Definitely go check them out. Also, we uh, had some interesting historical things happened on this day. On this day in 1992 at the 9th Annual MTV Music Awards, Howard Stern appeared as a character of Fartman. Oh, we love you, Howard. Yes, you'll recall in the movie Private Parts, it opens like that. Uh, yes, Howard Stern, the over-the-top shock jock. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to baseball history. Why? Because I love baseball. thought this was... A very noteworthy event. I was six years old when this happened in 1987. Nolan Ryan struck out his 4,500 batter, and I remember that quite well. And the Rangers are, in fact, my favorite team. And birthdays today. Uh, guess whose birthday it is? Adam Sandler, born this day in 1966. Happy birthday to you, sir. Billy Madison, and uh, Happy Gilmore, and all them guys that he plays, you know, he's just a great actor overall. And in 1969, the celebrity crush I have, Constance Marie from the George Lopez Show, was born in East L.A. Happy birthday to her. We have Dawson Creek's Michelle Williams celebrating her special day, born this day in 1980. And also, happy birthday is extended to all those uh, who have birthdays on this day that didn't get to or know about. Enjoy your special day. And oh my, what a week it's been, huh? So glad you made it this far. We hope that you are indeed spending your time wisely and that, you're, and that you caught the debut of 3 a.m. Chills. Another episode coming your way at the regular hour of 3 a.m. As they do every Friday in the wee hours of the morning, the witching hour in which your skin crawls and your hair stands up on end where you're awake in someone else's dream. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to cover an interesting topic today on the show. This took quite a while to research. You may have heard of it, you may not have heard of it. I first heard about this via YouTube. 
Uh, it's a plain horrifying story full of a lot of things that nightmares are indeed made of. I am speaking, of course, of Helltown. It is a real place in Ohio. And uh, it's definitely worth visiting, but you have to be very careful for obvious reasons. I thought, you know, I would dive into this a lot deeper. Old history can be very, very interesting, especially when it comes to entire places that are haunted with a very, we'll say, bad history. Quite dark. So, uh, it's just eaten up with all kinds of conspiracy theories and supposed signs of cult activity, particularly the rogue ones that gather around for ceremonies. If you catch my drift, the black rogue ones. Special thanks goes out to all that's interesting colonial ghosts and puzzle box word, as well as YouTube for information on this. Before I get started on this, if you want to visit this place, be aware there are certain situations you can find yourself in that can be trouble. And there are certain boundaries they ask you to stay within. I am speaking, of course, within the confines of the National Park area that you are asked to basically stay in. There's a national park out that way. And, uh, wandering onto private property is not only disrespectful, but indeed illegal, and definitely use your head. If it's not safe, don't do it. Don't be the show-off for the girlfriend or whatever. Be aware you could come into contact with a few Satanists doing their ceremonies. Those guys may not be very nice to you. In short, staying within the park limits and regular hours are your best defenses against trouble. Remember, respect the property of others. It's private for a reason. And that's a disclaimer. That is a PSA. And uh, without further ado, here we go. So, if you've never heard of Helltown, I'll give you a little background. It's in Ohio, specifically in Boston Township, Southern County of Ohio. There is a Boston Township out in Ohio, and uh, located in uh, that national park I told you about is Cuyahoga Valley National Park. I've heard of it, I've just never been there, and I certainly didn't know the history behind this. But if you go to Cuyahoga Valley National Park, you are right there next to it, or the midst in it. And yes, there is a Boston, Ohio, it's not a mistake. One of the articles I actually used for research actually pointed out Ohio and in uh, Massachusetts. So there are a lot of things in the history that were unsettling, a lot of mystery and a lot of unanswered questions. There were even instances of disappearances and so on. Very, very uh, dark, tainted history. Things uh, an orphanage burned down the Gore Orphanage, which was named for the road it was on. Not after anyone in particular. So, uh, about the Gore Orphanage, the people who worked there were hard workers. Well, actually, in the town of Elton, sorry. The people who worked there were hard workers and established lives with their families, as does everyone who sells in the place to raise their families. There was one day the government comes and tells them they have to sell their homes to them whether they like it or not, and they were forced from their homes. 
If you ever wondered how evil the government is, there's another reason. They are truly evil. They just took the homes straight out from underneath the residence. No explanation. You have to whether you like it or not. So once they were in possession of the houses and land, they began to tear down and burn some of the structures. There were even some defiant residents who stayed behind. Keep in mind that these acquisitions, as you may have guessed, were highly illegal. The residents, though they protested, were overruled by the authority of those in power. A halt was put to the order eventually, and they were offered the opportunity to buy back their properties that they had sold, but since they had no money, obviously it was officially a loss to the original homeowner. They would ask why, and were given conflicting reasons, sometimes no reason at all. So, there were talks of mutant creatures. One theory says that there was illegal chemical dumping in the nearby water supply. When it was evacuated by our wonderful and compassionate government by way of forcing those out of that that uh, inhabited the town, some people went missing, strangely enough, right? So how big was Helltown? Well, it was a population of 350,000 people. It combined three different towns. 350,000 people, just to let you know, is a little more than the entire population of St. Louis, Missouri, who has 348,000. Colorado Springs, Colorado has almost 361,000. And that's pretty much a comparison. Um, this place was quite large, honestly, as you can imagine. Like a Metroplex or something, right? But Houston has like one or two million in there, I think. Basically, uh, the sign said that it was a good place to live, but the government had to mess that up. No surprise there. Surprisingly, according to paranormal researchers, uh, there's one in particular whose name isn't listed for some reason. It says that Hell Town is truly abandoned and has residents of a strange and frightening sort. The researcher has explored the woods and cemetery late at night, and in the wee hours of the morning, returned to his car to find strange people looking into his car windows. Twice this has occurred, once at 2 in the morning and the other at 4.30 in the morning. Both times they fled as the investigator approached him. Both times they were dressed in black. I think it's those Satanists or cultists or whatever you want to call them that were kind of just seeing what was on their turf, so to speak. The researcher is convinced that they are Satanists who worship at the town's two evil churches. Having gone to the church but never inside, it, it was noticed that an upside-down cross was hanging from the Mother of Sorrows Church. Now, a lot of you think the upside-down cross is satanic. Here's a little history on that particular symbol for you. And um, you're, you're going to be crushed to find that... It's not a satanic symbol at all. The upside down cross was St. Peter's cross considered a measure of respect that he was crucified upside down since Jesus Christ was crucified right side up. So, sorry not sorry, it is not satanic. The Boston cemetery was visited by this investigator and a ghost was spotted on the bench. 
It's already a dark place and the graves date back to the 1800s. Yet when this investigator visited, no ghost was observed, but strange growls and howls were heard from the depths of the graveyard. So this was enough for the investigator to basically haul out of there. He was in fear of getting attacked by some strange boneyard-dwelling beast, he said. So, it's eaten up with rumors and urban legends all over Helltown. One of them is the chemical spills that were the subject of many tales spun from the minds of many. The chemical spill is what rumored the evacuation and the government just didn't want to admit it, but why the conflicting stories? If that was it, then it should have been said and that would have been the end of it, right? So there were uh, rumors that Nestle Python, a giant snake that slithers in the area, was born from that spill, which was more like dumping in actuality. There was this private dump owned by the Krejci family, K-R-E-J-C-I. It was part of the land sold to the parks back in 1974. However, the land wasn't acquired by the Park Service until 1985. It's just a thought of uh, a junkyard that's what the authorities thought. But there was absolutely much more to it. Park rangers reported strange odors, headaches, and rashes, and one man became physically ill and vomited quite profusely while collecting old bottles. The EPA was called in, and they began testing, concluding highly toxic chemicals were present. They said thousands of drones that had been dumped there by major companies the site then closed, and uh, cleanup has not been finished to this day. So, earlier I had touched on the Gore Orphanage, and the entire name is actually Vermilion's Gore Orphanage. Over 150 years ago, it was history, but it still is one of the most popular spooky stories in Ohio. If you go to Gore Orphanage Road, you'll see it, and, uh, was in operation in the 1800s. A mysterious fire broke out in the building and quickly engulfed the entire structure. There were several speculated causes, as always, including Old Man Gore, who was owner of the orphanage, decided to collect the insurance money, or perhaps he just hated children, which is pretty sinister. The next theory is disgruntled male employees. So there was this one guy who was never named, who was awfully shady and had a sort of beef with the orphanage owner, Mr. Gore, who, in this rendition, loves children, and uh, just a big game of who done it. He decided to exact his revenge, and decided to set the place ablaze. How nice of him to do so, and victimize innocent children. Another theory is simply a quote-unquote unknown crazy man. He is never named, of course, which, whether it's sure or not, we don't know. All we know is that he lives in the woods that surround the orphanage and hated the noise the children made. So he just burns the place down. The last theory of the whole thing is that it was an accident. What was the accident? It was a... Uh, lantern that was kicked over a nearby bar and the fire quickly spreading to the main building. 
And, um, however, regardless of the theories, the fire happened and all the orphans in the orphanage, 170 something in all, perished, were burned alive, which is one of the most terrible ways to die. Being burned alive. It's tragic regardless of how it happened. The authorities took Mr. Gore's license and on top of that refused the site to have another orphanage built on top of where the fire took place. Residents wanted to put the whole incident behind them and nature therefore overtook the land. However, no matter how much they tried to cover it up, there was a sort of stain left on the area by the fire. There are remains of the orphanage, and at night, if you go there, you can see the ghost of the orphans running around and playing in apparition form, of course. Some are even yelling and screaming things like, help me, while on fire. And the foul stench of burning flesh is thick in the air. Others report bright lights swirling and weaving through the woods, and they think it to be the spirits of the deceased children. Those who believe the fire was intentionally set sometimes felt the spirits of the guilty party appear at the site in the form of a dark, shadowy figure lurking near the foundation remains. But if you park your car near the site, there are little handprints that appear on your car. When you come back as though the orphans attempting to push the car away are trying to tell the owners to stay away in order to avoid the same fate. If you'd like to know more about the ghostly lore of Ohio, definitely check out ghostsofohio.org. That's .org. Ghostsofohio.org. So there you have it. Go check it out. Please be safe. We will always remember one person by the name of Bill Birdsell, who was not in agreement with what the government did and was transferred to another part of the country after illegal seizure of the property on Helltown. He had been commissioned by the government to do another project for them and died mysteriously of a heart attack while cleaning on his desk. Let it be noted that he was outspoken about the entire ordeal. Uh, one closing note before I close this show, which by the way I hope you enjoyed this short rundown of Helltown. You can find uh, way more videos on, on YouTube. Go visit uh, the state park. And, um, I do want to say, I discovered, uh, just recently, I had submitted a story to Creepypasta, titled, My Unusual Ability, and it got published August 11th. Go check it out, Creepypasta, Google it, what have you, and it will be probably worth your while. There are mixed reviews. I'm working on uh, another one, and hopefully that will be uh, better put together. I didn't think I'd really get published with my best foot forward, but I'm hoping the sex one will redeem it. It's more in-depth and more organized. It's quite excited. Uh, creepy bosses like the big leaps to me. And uh, so anyway... I hope you enjoyed this episode of 666 Shock Avenue. Enjoy your weekend, designated driver. If you go out and party, we will see you next time on 666 Shock Avenue. You've been listening to 
listening to yet another episode of 666 Shock Avenue. Go visit Helltown, but please be safe and smart about it. Become a patron on Patreon at Adventurous Insanity. Email realm at nightmaresatmail.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Videos coming soon. Want to give feedback but hate to email people? You can now call us at 409-777-1881. Text or call. That's 409-777-1881. Give us your much valued feedback. Rate us five stars wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave a review. Apple Podcast users, this means you. This has been a production of Strategic Energy Productions. Copyright 2022. Until next time, don't ignore what works in the shadows.